You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. We are both elementary school teachers. So stop being a jerk and do your homework. You <laughs> brave man and women's for you. Even my ears were delighted. Carousel of progress. Okay, I love that ride. The air does smell better. They even make like your senses happy. Last Harry Potter book, I cried twice. Hey guys, so today we're going to be talking about Disney Vacation Club and more specifically renting DVC points. So it's going to be a cool conversation. There was just an announcement made by Disney. Um, and so... There's two ways to buy into the Disney Vacation Club, either resale or directly through Disney, right? Before, there was a very, very small difference between the two. Mainly, you couldn't use like the Disney collection and all these other collections that they have, Adventure Collection, um, which is basically like they do like tours in other countries and stuff like that. Um, you couldn't use your points for that if you bought off the resale market. Um, but the, the trick was that no one ever did that because it was a really poor use of your points. Um, so no one, no one cared too much. But now what the new thing is, as of April 4th, if you buy from resale, you're not going to be, um, I guess you're not going to be able to use all of the different like discounts and membership extras that come with the membership. Yeah, like the perks. Like what are some of those perks that you receive, by the way, that... Uh, I guess guests to the program that buy points will not be able to receive. Yeah. So, um, for example, I don't know specifically what they will and will not. I think there's going to be some that they can use and some that they can't use. And a lot of the um, perks will change on a yearly basis. Um, but there's always like like ticket perks. Um, you can get an annual pass for like 20% off sometimes. Sometimes it's like, you know, if you buy a four-day ticket, you get two days free, that kind of thing. Um, you won't be able to do that. You get 10% off Disney-owned and operated merchant locations. You there's That's most likely going to be the biggest thing that's going to be taken away. Um, and just like the disc, like if you do Keys to the Kingdom um, or the Wild Safari or any of those tours, DVC members will get like, I think it's 10% off of that. You won't be eligible for that. So it's just like a lot of little things. Um, even they've been doing, because it's the 25th anniversary of DVC, they've been doing like these bashes. So like a beach bash or um, we're going to keep Magic Kingdom open for an extra two hours after it closes only for DVC members. I don't think you'll be able to take part part in that anymore. So you just you're losing a lot of stuff. I mean, DVC is great. Obviously, there's a lot of things that are nice about it, but I mean, I feel like the extras and the discounts it's really what what kind of is like the cherry on the ice cream or the sprinkles. What is ice cream without sprinkles? <laughs> That's what my son would say. It, it just <laughs> it seems like excuse me. It seems like that uh, Disney is slowly just peeling away uh, with. I guess various perks that they've just seemed to just always offer. And I don't know if 
necessarily now they're getting tired of it or realize that they're not making any money and they have an opportunity to make more money by, you know, basically like perks like, you know, uh, early magic hours and then at night staying later in the park. Those are just two examples that come to mind. But then recently in the news with this new news with uh, DVC and the points and if you buy them um, outside of Disney, you, you don't get the perks. They're just peeling away at it, and this seems to be the new trend for Disney. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not good. I mean, I think I was talking to someone who, obviously, I've only been an owner for two years, technically, um, but I was talking to someone who has been an owner for a very long time, and she was telling me that they were promised, like, one of the, the original things with DVC was all of the value it had and, and stuff like that, and they were promised that if they ever decided to sell and maybe get out of it, because you can sell your membership, um, that it, it it would still be as valuable. But, I mean, just taking those things away, it just makes it so much less valuable. It's like you're not even a DVC member, even though you are. But this is for individuals, though, that are buying points outside of the Disney system, correct? Yeah, so people who are buying it from resale. So resale is like, yeah, if, you, if, if I sell my membership... Disney's not going to sell it for me. I have to go to like a broker to sell it. And I understand. I, I mean, looking at Disney's, you know, looking through Disney's lens, I could understand this. You know, this is just a business move. This is just business. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, the more I think about it sitting here, it was an avenue or an approach that someone could take with the same benefits and not have to pay for the program. It almost seems like, hey, if you want the perks, you have to buy into the program. Right. Exactly. So I think that's their thing. I think they just want it. It's just like you said, it's so much cheaper to buy resale. Um, So I just it's almost more fair this way, I guess. Um, And it's a better, better business choice. So now people actually have a reason to buy from Disney where before there was there was almost no reason besides like wanting your specific resort. So how does that make you feel as a DPC owner? You know, you being an owner. You get all the extra perks. Someone who just buys the points on resale, you know, before would get the same perks. Did you ever think about that? Did that kind of tick you off or did you not really care? Well, I bought resale. So um, I I don't know. I just I felt like it wasn't the smartest financial decision to buy directly from from Disney. But it's also I always think about it in terms of like a short sale versus a regular home. I mean, a regular home is easier. It's usually in better condition. You close quicker. You know, a short sale, you have to sometimes sit on your hands for six months. Maybe the house wasn't taken care of for those six months or however long. You don't know what you're like getting yourself into. So it's like, do you want to you know, go for the better deal, but it's like more roadblocks or do you want, or do you just want to dish out the money for the easier path? So that's kind of how I thought about it before. Okay. So before like, like pre pre member, or are you talking about now that you're a member, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm 10 steps behind right now. So you being a member right now, you still have to buy points. Do you have the option to go through Disney or through wholesaler, even though you are a DVC member? So the way it works is you only purchase your points one time. Um, so like, let's say you buy a contract worth a hundred points. You automatically get those 100 points every single year. You never have to do anything again. Yeah. So now, so now that I bought, so I, I purchased resale. I 
purchased off, you know, the, I guess the black market. <laughs> um, and so I am grandfathered in, so I will always retain the same extras and stuff. But okay. someone who buys, yeah, someone who buys now, it's going to be completely different for them. And that kind of, I, I understand it, like you said, but that kind of sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I see it both ways. I, I see people are trying to save a buck because, you know, Disney's prices are through the roof. But let's face it, DVC isn't for everyone. It's for the people who have money. It's for the people that want a vacation there um, multiple times through the year and, they, and that can afford it, you know. Now, would it be nice to buy points and to reap the, benef- reap the benefits, you know, of, of being a DVC owner? Yeah, I would. Now you can't. And so I see it from their lens as well. All right, all right. And I mean, the argument is also like you like like we were talking about last time, you can't buy into DVC with the idea of like saving money. Um so like if the perks is why you bought, then you you probably didn't buy for the for the best reason anyway. Um so that's usually not why people buy into DVC, but it is just like an added bonus. I th- I almost feel like when you buy into DVC, you're buying into a lifestyle, really is what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, people who, uh, you know, it, like uh, like losing weight, it's a lifestyle change. People who want to keep the weight off and you got to change your habits and what you eat and stuff like that. DVC members, um, that's a change of lifestyle as well, because you're now saying that, uh, you know, Disney is going to become part of my life right. and a certain X amount of dollars of my income is going to be tossed towards Disney's way uh, every single year. And that's just where we're going to take our family on vacation most of the time. You know, it is a lifestyle change, you know, in in a nutshell. That's for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think if I had to do it, if I was buying today, like right now, I probably would buy from Disney because I would I don't like I think it's it's an like you said, it's a lifestyle. It's an experience. And I I don't I would want the full experience. And I might as well if I'm spending the money. (laughs) Right. So how does your, okay, so let's start talking about DVC here. So when you go down and you make a trip, Christelle, um, how, how do you plan it out? So I'm sure you're booking through a hub, you're going through a system, you're, you're selecting your points, you go down there and how does that tie in with, I guess, you know, the magic bands and the fast passes and all that good stuff. So I'm sure, you know, there's, I'm sure there's two sides of reserving your vacation. There's a DVC side. And then after that, the add-ons, the dining, the bands, the fast passes and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. So you go online, you go to DisneyVacationClub.com. They just changed it um, maybe six months ago, maybe a little bit more. So it's a lot more user friendly than it was before. Um, it's like prettier. So you go on to, you know, DisneyVacationClub.com. You sign in with the same um, login that you would use for My Disney Experience. Um it's it, everything is just linked and then you'll go to like plan my vacation check resort availability if it's available it'll tell you like you'll put the dates just like the disney vacation i mean the disney website um and you'll put the dates it'll say this is available this is how many points it's gonna cost and then you just book it and then it's it's almost similar like disneyvacationclub.com is similar to when you are booking your hotel through disney world so you're doing that transaction there but then all the fun stuff like the dining and the fast pass is on my Disney experience. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah, definitely. 
yeah so that's that's kind of it's it's the same thing nothing really happens i mean there's i have like a little slider that goes on my magic band that says disney vacation club member but that's pretty much it (laughs) so now that you're a dvc member how often do you usually go so i only have 100 points and i want to say that's good for about nine nights so that's usually how often I go. Last year I went a lot more, and I ended up like paying for accommodations. But um, just only nine nights is is my cap usually if I like play with the points the right way. So I'm taking it. Then you go once a year. Then yeah. So usually I'll go once a year for seven days, and then one weekend in the year. Okay. Uh, I'll go like just for the weekend. Okay. So how much do those hundred points cost you? I'm just curious. Like no, roughly. Yeah, so mine was $78 a point, so I paid $7,800. Usually, so resale, you can get it for $78 a point. You could pay $83, you can pay $90, you can pay $100. If you buy through Disney, you're probably going to pay $160 or $170 per point. Okay, and I guess there's, isn't there like maintenance fees attached to this as well? Every annually, you have to pay certain dues. Yeah, so every year, um, depending on the resort, so it's like a per point cost. So it's like, let's say it's like $5.35 per point that you own. If you own 100, it's obviously $535. Yeah, so that never goes away, and they all they do is go up. Every year? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so... Oh so, and, and then, like, you got to pay for tickets. I mean, do you do... You do I mean, you pay for tickets... Uh, like a la carte or are you are you talking like you're paying for a pass holder um no so this year i did not do the i mean you have to go to disney like 10 times like one of the parks 10 times in order for the annual pass to make sense right um so i i don't do that unless they have like the special and then what i'll do is like let's say they have a really great special through disney vacation club for the annual pass so i'll buy that and then what i can do is I'll go like, you know, December 2016 and then I'll go November 2015 so that it's almost like a year. You know, it's like here's I mean, 2017. So I did 2016's vacation. I did 2017's vacation and I only had to buy the annual pass. How does dining work then? You say you go ahead and you make your reservations now. Do you have a set amount of uh, is the dining plan included in this or is this a separate package you have to pay for yeah, no, no dining plan included. You can get it um, if you want it. The only difference is, so if you, like, if you go through Disney, you have to do, like, the full package to get the dining plan. So tickets and accommodations. If you are a DVC member, you don't have to do the tickets through Disney. You just, you can just book the room and, and then add the dining. Okay, so I'm just kind of, you know, I'm doing the math. You know, I know earlier you stated you know, it's, if you're if you're there to save money, then you have the wrong mindset. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just doing the math in my head here as far as putting myself in your shoes and how often you go and, and what you're actually spending with the points and the yeah. and the dining and the tickets and the annual fees. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're looking around ninety five hundred dollars a year. Yeah. So if you like, it's. Huh. Ninety five. Well, seventy eight hundred. That seventy eight hundred is only one time. You only ever pay it once. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then you pay that. Yeah, you that did mention point. that. You did mention. I told you I was ten steps behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you pay that once, and then you never pay it again. And the only thing you pay all the time is your annual dues once a year. Okay. Uh, 
Or you can have them. Disney will like take it out of your bank account every month if you want to do it like that. Okay. So I mean, yeah. So I mean, technically, then you're looking about what seventeen, seventeen forty a year, seventeen thirty five, something like that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. For ahead. the whole vacation. Yeah, for annually. So you're probably looking at what a little over seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, I want to say, uh, well, a yearly basis for two people, I usually spend on a Disney vacation. Oh, shoot. I was only factoring one person. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. I, for, I forgot the I forgot another person. Yeah, so if you, I mean, well, I think including my annual dues, I probably only spend like 3900 or $4,000. And that's for two people. Yeah. Okay, I so usually- I wasn't well. I wasn't too off if it was just one person. <laughs> Give me some credit. Right, right, I'm, I'm exactly. trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. I'm not a numbers person, so I'm like, what? You know? <laughs> no, yeah. So, so you're paying basically thirty nine hundred dollars a year. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, like for my wife and my, it's because I'm, I'm just I, what I'm doing is, and the only comparison I have here is, is what you're doing versus what I do every single year. Now, I guess mine really is skewed because I, I receive all those military discounts and stuff like that. Um, right. But yeah, I'm only paying because I'm paying uh, for a family of three for seven nights. We usually stay at the Art of Animation. We have the um, regular dining plan. You know, we have the four day hopper pass. Um, we spend roughly like twenty seven fifty, um, twenty eight hundred dollars. I believe. No, no, excuse me, eighteen fifty, uh, nineteen hundred dollars a year to go on that vacation. And, no um, way. No, I'm not joking. No, I'm being, I'm being dead That's serious. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, like the summer, um, when I'm taking Colin, I, I'm thinking I'm running the numbers. Let's see here. It's, it's only costing us. I mean, it's under a thousand dollars for both of us for six nights. And right. I'm just, I'm trying to run the, the figures here, and um, yeah. So. I guess I'm. I just have the wrong mindset then, because I'm. I'm. I'm looking at this as cost effective. What's going to be the cheaper deal? Surely the DVC program, although it be, it seems like it's cheaper up front. What type of benefit? I'm sure this is what I'm not seeing, Christelle. Is no, okay. Is at at the end, long term. What at the back end? What does this program do for you? Because right uh, now it looks like I'm running the figures, and I'm like it's cheaper. For someone just to do this every single year, right. what would be the benefit of of DVC? And I'm not trying to challenge you by any means. I'm just saying there's no, got to be. That's okay. It's a question. There's got to be a benefit there at the back end that I'm just not seeing. Yeah. So, well, it has to be. There's two things there. Number one, when you're like saying, okay, does this make sense for my family? It has to be. So, when you say it like through a Disney Vacation Club, I used at a Disney Vacation Club resort, you're technically staying at a deluxe villa. So they say that when you're crunching the numbers and saying, does this make sense? You have to use what a, like a deluxe villa would be on a nightly basis. Which that's I true. think the average is like three hundred dollars a night. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but I mean, you don't have to stay there. <laughs> which is like, which is comparable to the art of animation, the sweets or the sweets that they have. Uh, I, you know, I, you're right. You know, like I said earlier, it's a lifestyle change. Like for me, um, deluxe villas. Because uh, I'm, you know, my my temperament. I'm out there at the parks. I'm going hardcore for twelve, fourteen hours straight. Go, 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 go. Very, very rarely even, you know, just to lay my head down on the pillow just a few hours later to get back up and go again. Um, because I, 
really, I need a vacation for my vacation after I leave Walt Disney World because um, I have like no energy what left whatsoever. I could see if I was older, you know, and kids were grown, which is my wife and myself, and and we were just laid back, you know, relaxing in that deluxe villa, definitely. Uh, with kids right now, and, and I guess that's just a decision people make, you know. Uh, like for for us, it wouldn't make sense, but I mean, for someone else, you know, that uh, has a little bit more money and they're not educators, uh, that that probably would, you know. Yeah, exactly, and I mean. It's not like, you know, it's it's not going to be something that like financially makes the most sense, but it's more so like, you know, I'm committing to going once a year. I mean, I want to stay at these accommodations. I'm going to get the discounts. Um, I'm just I'm just going to do it, you know, and it, it's more of like an investment in, in your vacation and like memories. And it doesn't make like one vacation better than the other, because I honestly like when I look at a value resort versus like a moderate resort, there's not like the theme is a little bit like less extreme at a moderate, obviously, and the pool's a little bit better. But it's just it's not a huge difference that like if I was paying out of pocket, I would stay at a value resort every single time. Um, but it's just, I think people become members just for the experience versus like, you know, like I, I, it's almost like you're prepaying your vacation and you're, you're a member. So you pay that 7,800 and you pay the annual dues, but you're a member for, you know, until 2057 or 2064, depending on when your contract ends, you don't, you know, if the prices go up, it doesn't matter because you're, you're already prepaid. So you're, you're all set, but like, like I said, it's not, you know, if you want it to make super sense numerically, you have to compare it to a deluxe villa. But I feel like most families are not staying at those all the time. Do you, Are you paying more for like concierge service? Is that what, it, you know, does that play a role? Yeah. So the whole big thing with DVC is welcome home. So um, like that's that's their thing. They want you to feel like it's a home away from home. Thanks again, Christelle, for coming on the podcast yet again. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Uh, we just want to say thanks. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. It's always great um, chatting about Disney. Tell our listeners what uh, you're going to tee up for us next week. Sure, yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about trip planning, um, and we can even go into details about going to Disney Vacation Club with teens or preteens, because that can be challenging sometimes, and I've done it before. So we can we can dig into that. Uh, thanks for listening, listeners. Again, if you want to contact the show, if you want to be a guest or you have a question or an idea, you can always contact us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. I think it's about that time. Christelle, have a magical day. Listening to the most prepared power pad.